Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, Warwick. Good morning, Coxie. I beat you. I let you. Oh. That was a good way to invalidate you, wasn't it? It was. Thanks. I feel great. I realised I realized when I listened to one of our episodes recently where you said you uh, you wanted to get in first and I straight away, I heard myself say, yeah, well, that's because I let you. You did. <laughs> and, I, and I heard that and went, oh, Warwick, you're doing that thing that you talked about yesterday on, yes, on Friday's episode where you're being just like your dad. And, and being professional at invalidating people without even knowing it. I just took it as a joke, if that helps. Thank you. Well, that's a good thing about hanging out with you is um, <clears throat> I think you know that I'm a bit shit at these things sometimes <laughs> and you cut me a fair <laughs> bit of slack. <laughs> I don't think you're a bit shit, but yes, no. Well, but isn't Only that in certain areas. part of working with someone a long time? You get to learn some of their... Um, Ways I don't know another broad way to say that, but mm. uh, some personality traits and some um, quirks. Maybe I've got plenty of quirks. Mm. I don't know how you put up with me. My husband <laughs> regularly says I don't know how he puts up with you. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? And uh, mm. as per normal, we've gone into our Saturday. Well, into every episode without a plan. Of course. Uh, although we do have a we do have a minute or two chat. Before most episodes, and some episodes we we intentionally discuss certain topics, despite how it may seem to you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so happy Saturday to you all. Hope you're having a fabulous day today on the 16th of May, 2020. Two That's going to be weird when, when someone listens to this episode in three years' time and looks back on what we were talking about on the daily tradie Rona cast. Do you think we're ever going to get to a point where we don't do these daily? I feel like the I hope the so. Rona is going to go on forever. <laughs> I hope we don't have to do this every day for the next three years. Pretty sure our listeners are hoping that we don't do it every day for the next three years. Like, come on, guys, go back to the the weekly thing. It was way better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen with the good old Rona, Coxie. A couple of weeks and we'll we'll have a better idea. My sister-in-law was tested yesterday. That'll be interesting to see as the husband visited her this week. So mm. could be all kinds of bedlam in this household. Mm. Yes. Well, uh, I see Tassie's had like, I think we've had seven or eight days with no new cases. We've had lots in- here also, but yeah, I don't know. Lots of cases or lots of days without cases? Lots of days without. Hmm. Which, yes, will be interesting to see what happens with all of that now that we're allowed to, you know, drive 150 kilometres in Queensland to buy eggs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tassie's slowly unravelling the, the restrictions, much slower than the rest of the country, of course. But you had a late outbreak, didn't you? We did. Um, and funnily enough... I think all but two of our cases relate to the one outbreak in the mm. northwest. So, mm. and they were all traced back to a cruise ship. Surprise! Let's so, see what holiday uh, what most people will never take again. 
<laughs> I reckon the, the cruise ship companies are going to be hurting bad after this. Oh, yeah. I would not like uh, to be – actually, I wouldn't like to be in any kind of tourism full stop. I, that's hard. Yeah, that's that's uh, those industries are going to be hit hard. And I suppose that leads into a post I put up um, in the Traders in Business group during the week was a big project – has just been approved in Launceston for a, an apartment hotel in the city. Um, you know, it's 200 rooms or something. Like it's a big development in the city here. And, um, you know, lots of people, the usual staff, lots of wowsers saying, oh, it's terrible and it's awful and they should be preserving the the heritage value of the city and all this stuff. And then there's other people saying, oh, it's so good to see some development going on in town. You know, it's it'll be a great facility and it'll attract lots of visitors. Um, and uh, as I said in my post in the group, I suspect there'll be a lot of councils approving a lot of projects in the next uh, six to 12 months to try and give the construction industry a bit of a kick in the guts and also the tourism. So like over here really- on the mainland... <laughs> back back in Australia. In meanwhile. Australia, not that other country <laughs> you live in. Uh, we've actually had a lot in Queensland specifically approved in the last month, like lots of big projects, new roads or road upgrades or mm. um, there's even been a lot in my little humble lips, which um, not so little, not so humble. Good old lippy. Uh, there is a lot going on, which is great because that's the stimulation that the economy needs. Um, this is probably really boring on a Saturday morning. Isn't it talking about economy on a Saturday morning? I don't know. I think uh, it's a topic of conversation with a lot of tradies. I actually find it really interesting. I never thought when I was a teenager I'd be that person at 40 talking about the economy and politics and actually enjoy those conversations. Yeah, well, I I think a lot of people are – realizing or have realized in the last couple of months with the Rona how important and relevant these things are. Mm. I think I think the the other edge of that double edged sword is we can go a bit too oh here's me. We can go a bit too deep down those rabbit holes, Coxie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Warwick. <laughs> rabbit hunter extraordinary. Mm. Um I think we can become a bit too fixated on what the media is saying and what other people are talking about and then sort of uh, let our mood and attitude be decided by others. But it's still – it's relevant and important information and uh, we had a great drawing board session through the week as well where one of our members basically put a bit of a a challenge out to his fellow board members – um, saying it's up to us, you know, we can, we can actually influence where all this goes post Rona by either choosing to talk negativity and doom and gloom or actually talking it up mm. because that's what consumers are influenced by. And we are all consumers, sadly, uh, but consumers are heavily influenced by the tone of media and the stuff they see online. And so if enough of us actually talk it up, consumers will be a little less stingy with their wallets and they'll feel a little more confident. And our economy, sadly, is driven by emotion. Mm. Like how well the economy does comes down to how happy people are and how safe they feel and how confident they are in the future. 
So this is something we've been talking about right from the very beginning. It's about the perception from our clients and how you need to be a leader through this time in order to convert that into a sale, which is really quite mind-blowing when you're used to just a transactional business. But at times like these, you have a great opportunity to reflect over where you've been and where you'd like to go and lead your clientele through that. And it is as simple as being positive and talking to the positivity around what's going on. I've been really fascinated to sit back um, and watch the media and what they've done in this time. So the media in the beginning were obviously all, we're all going to die, doom and gloom, this is terrible. Then we became very fixated on the numbers and when the numbers were positive, they'd be positive and it was all really exciting. And now they're talking down the economy. So there was a, a great rush of enthusiasm at what the government were doing to ensure that there was some money for most people not everyone, but most, so that we could continue to function as an economy. However, we've gotten to the other end of that now and as we're starting to um, lift some of those restrictions, suddenly the government's done a terrible job because we're going to be in debt for such a long time. But I wonder, and, and, and that's just the media's perception, it's the way they twist and turn and create news so there's actually a story that they can sell because we get all hyped up and excited or scared and emotional so we need to watch to see how we need to feel tomorrow. It's been fascinating to watch from the outside and yet you still have, sure, it's been difficult. It hasn't been pleasant for a lot of people. But if you look out into the community, if you look around where you live around you, you'll find the leaders there are the ones who are spruiking the positivity in this, what's been great for their business, the the way they've actually been able to pivot or become more efficient in what they're doing because they haven't been able to go out and visit people or they've added a new stream to their business because they've been forced to do so. It's it's the difference between what the media is saying and what's actually happening out in their community is fascinating. However, we tend to listen to the media and we create what the media says in a short period of time because we're all so emotional. So there's my rant for a Saturday morning. Whoa, Coxie. Uh, thanks for saving me. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll just drop myself in the shit. Let you take all the heat. <laughs> Joe, we don't get any hate mail here at Tradies in Business. We have and never I'm, had a hate mail. That might have been a mistake to say that because I'm sure some smart ass is going to send us some now. As long as they end up with a smiley face, that'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is, you know, the, the I often bemoan the media and uh, the way they manipulate the public. Yes, uh, that's what's happening. They have this incredible power to you – know, people complain about government and government control and all that sort of stuff, and yet there's this sneaky force that is standing in plain sight, hiding in plain sight, dictating how we spend our money – um, how we feel about the economy, uh, you know, create all these social issues without us necessarily being mindful of it all the time. And it's mm. the bloody media. Mm. And we're part of that, Coxie. And that's one of the reasons why I I love the fact that we've kept this podcast going for so long now and we've been doing these episodes daily because I think more people need to publish content in an age where we all have pretty pretty good access to broadcasting platforms. I mean, you've got to be a bit careful with the big players, the YouTubes and and the Googles and even iTunes, you know, if, if we say a naughty word and don't actually mark our episode as explicit 
on the little feed that you see, listeners, um, iTunes will come and shut down our podcast. So that would be terrible. Yeah, it'd be pretty shit. Um, <laughs> so I should probably make this one explicit. Uh, <laughs> but but we all actually have an opportunity to broadcast a message these days, and we do that via our own marketing because. Mm. Marketing really is just the epitome of media's manipulation of us all. Mm-hmm. We we let it tell us how to think and feel, um, and so I think as business owners, we we have a uh, a responsibility to add a voice to that to create some balance for consumers and for the people around us that rely on us. Wow, we're getting really deep these last okay. couple of episodes. We are. I'm going to lighten this one up. Tell me three <laughs> things. That you've loved about this time or three things that have positively impacted your life in one way or another? Me personally? Yeah. Um, one has been the continuation of my wife's and my decision last year to live on less. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's actually been really great for us to continue down that path. And you know what? We were kind of already set up for a lot of this because, yeah, um, we'd been thinking, how can we consume less? How can we have less of a footprint on the planet? Everyone has a footprint on the planet. We all have an impact. But how can we lessen that? So that's been really cool. It's it's given us probably the time and space to think a little more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, second one would be um, – well, here you go. This, you might not expect this one. I think it's actually strengthened yours and my um, business partnership and, uh, you know, really strengthened our resolve at Tradies in Business. I would agree to, with that. To know that we are on the right path here. So um, I would have added that in my top three too. So we can, <laughs> cool. share, we that can share that one. We can share that one. We can share that one. And I think – Look, despite the the crap online and all the stuff on social media, I think it's actually sparked a bit of an awakening in more people than we would have seen in a much longer period of time. I think it's it's sped up the unplugging for a number of people who are now probably more woke than they were before and people mm-hmm. are asking more questions about things and, and – um, being a bit more critical in their judgment of what goes on in life. Some people. That got really deep again. I was trying to lighten it up, but no, you just keep getting deeper and deeper. You're off. Is it Friday? Uh, I'm, I moved uh, three states in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic. And it's been pretty stressful. So I was trying to think of positive things, Coxie. How about you? What, what are your other two? Uh, so my other two would be the strengthening of relationships within my family. So when you don't have the opportunity to go out, you know, well, as we all know, in two days, my son will be 18. So given that he finished school last year, this year has looked like he was never home. He was never home. And I missed him and it was a little bit challenging for me as a mum to let go of my youngest. <laughs> a little challenging. <laughs> a little challenging, like really freaking hard. But um, he hasn't been able to go anywhere and do anything until this week. So I've been able to re-strengthen that relationship, which has been really lovely for me. I needed that. I think perhaps he needed it more than he realised as well. Also, the fact that he can't go out on his 18th to a pub or a club is filling me with intense joy because I don't like that scene and I don't want my boy to like that scene. <laughs> Keeping him um, safe. 
I am keeping him safe. And then I guess the same could be said for the relationships online. So I'm seeing a far higher level conversation with our trade desk consumers, uh, consumers, I meant to say consuming a higher level of content. <laughs> they're looking further afield. They're starting, maybe I'm also lending into one of your answers. They're, they're asking bigger questions. Um, so I, I've really enjoyed the opportunity to spend more time with our trade desk people and watch them grow within themselves, not just their business. So they're two positives, but I could go on forever. I actually have loved the opportunity to not feel the pressure to have to go out or have to entertain or have to do some stuff. I can just kick back on the weekends. I've got downtime. We've actually done a few DIY projects around the house. I could go on forever. I've really enjoyed it. Mm. And and I, uh, yeah, sorry, Coxie, you finish what you're saying. No, I was just going to say, despite, (laughs) despite it all, like uh, my income, well, our income here at Traders and Business dropped, my business income dropped significantly. um, And despite all of those changes, I've still really enjoyed this time. It's been great. I don't Mm. really want it to go back. I like living yeah, in I, my own home and going nowhere, like a hermit. <laughs> so basically you're turning into me. <laughs> I've had a haircut. <laughs> I haven't. I, you know, I haven't had a haircut in like nine weeks. Very unusual for you. You're a four, three or four week, aren't you? I, I struggled to get past three weeks because mm. like, oh, nah, it's getting a bit too long. It's untidy looking and now I'm like, but that means I have to go into the city and there's yes. all this crap with social distancing and and apart from that, it costs me money that I don't really need to spend and I'm actually becoming okay with my new bouffant. Mountain man, that's what we're going to call you. <laughs> well, I have been trimming the beard up because I think my beard's getting more grey than my hair, which is, is just... It's not fair. You Damn and the your genetics. Are the same. <laughs> <laughs> Damn genetics. It's just so unfair. It is unfair. At least uh, you've got hair. That's what Adam would say. <laughs> Hang on. What are you whinging about? You've got hair. Yeah. He's he's lacking it and it's grey. He's got yes, like a double whammy. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Sorry, good, Builder. Good thing I like grey hair. But I you know what it. I, I really have, and he loves you too. Will we get that deep now? Uh I miss. Do you know what I miss? I miss a good man hug, Coxie. Oh, I well, I still get plenty of those, but I do miss a girlfriend <laughs> hug. Not those kind of man hugs. <laughs> no, I get good hugs from my family. We're all good huggers. Mm. But I agree. Mm. It's that that's the stuff I miss. The tight social connection with those people. I can still talk to mm. my girlfriends on the phone, but I can't give them a hug. It's not the same. Ghost hugs. Hang on, we were supposed to be making this light by talking about three good things out of the Rona, and now we've gotten all like deep. Reflective and melancholy again. (laughs) Do you know what I have really hated about the Rona? Oh, here we go. This is going to be a 45-minute episode now. It's not. It's going to be really quick. I hate standing in lines and being funneled through anywhere, specifically Bunnings or Woolworths or Coles, like a freaking herd of sheep or cows. (laughs) It's really starting to give me the willies. Can't stand it. Mm, Yeah, I'm... I'm not a fan of uh, the uh, what is it? I went to the butcher through the week to uh, to grab some meat for the weekend, and they're only allowed to have three people in the shop at any one time because of the whole four square meters thing. So it's a small yep. local butcher shop, 
And so you have to wait outside the shop. And guess what people do when they're standing around outside? They're on the footpath, which means there's no room for anybody else to walk past no. in, in the one and a half metres. So everyone's breaking the rules. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So that we don't break the rules. And that's what's bugged the crap out of me is all of the inconsistency and yes. hypocrisy around the rules, um, which is going to happen with anything like this. But it's just so many people, it's just like, what is the point of this? If they're going to put a rule here, but they're not out there, we can't adhere to it out here without like crossing the street to get to the other shop along the footpath. Ridiculous. What is the point? Mm. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we went deep again, Coxie. What's going on? I don't know. I need a hug. Give yourself an uppercut. I need a bro hug. Anyone that wants to breach social (laughs) things and come give me a bro hug in Tassie. Let, hit me up. <laughs> There'll be a lumberjack up there in, or a getty. There might be a getty. <laughs> He'll give you a bro hug up there yeah. in the hills uh, in I, that I other country. I don't think I feel ready for one of those bro hugs. You know, a big flannel-wearing, bearded, lonely man. So that might be a bit too much bro love for me. I could take one of those. That doesn't sound terrible at all. <laughs> what about you, listeners? Do you love a good bro hug? Men, do you like a bro hug? Ladies, do you like a lady hug? Ladies love lady hugs. We do. We're very good at it. Uh, And I reckon, tell us what what have been your three great things from the Rona. Don't give us your whingy bits. Just tell us the the positive bits. We don't want to hear you whinging. Um, That's our prerogative on the podcast. Sorry, we'll whinge to you, but we don't want it in return. You just tell us what you like. (laughs) Damn media. Uh, But, yeah, tell us uh, what's been three good things for you that's come out of the Rona. We'd love to hear from you. We would. Go and hit us at tradiesinbusiness.com.au or on the Book of Lies, Facebook. G'day, Facebook. Love you, Facebook. (laughs) Um, Yeah, go hit us on Facebook. Tell us what's what's three good things from the Rona. Or you could leave us a review. We'd like some more reviews. You could. And you could get some merchandise because – We've got our hands on most of our merch now, Coxie. I need well, to go and pick that up, don't I? 66% of it has arrived. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Tradies in Business Tradie Rona Cast podcast. AKA Waffle. Uh, waffle Fest. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll go and work on a really short, sharp and shiny episode for the coming days. Hey, let's do under 10 minutes for tomorrow's. Do you reckon we can? Under five. <gasps> okay. Challenge There's accepted. Challenge. <laughs> Go. You're going to work on that for the rest of your Saturday afternoon. I am. It's going to keep me very enjoying uh, some family time. So I am. I am. Cool, Baines. Thanks for tuning in, listeners, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Enjoy your Saturday. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.